Travis. And I don't have a beer to celebrate this. What the heck? What's wrong with you? I, got I don't know. I didn't realize it was 21. You're going to make Jeremy mad. Don't Jer- pin this shit on me. You're the one with the freaking keyboard that sounds like a machine gun going off. What are you talking about? <laughs> brother and i sat there and did it and see who could who could win <laughs> uh, it was pretty awesome we both cheated <laughs> hello everybody and welcome back to the retro rents retro gaming podcast it's a special episode tonight why not just because we're all here but because our podcast can now officially buy liquor it's episode 21 and I'm Al. I'm Travis. And I don't have a beer to celebrate this. What the heck? What's wrong with you? I got. Whiskey. I don't know. I didn't realize it was 21. Well, I don't drink, so uh, and I guess you can join me. Then I'll have two. Okay, Travis, tr- Travis drinks from the uh, flask of life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, good. Good, good, good. How are you? A little frustrated dealing with stupid banana and everything else on this damn thing. Um, hand banana. Uh, the name's Hand Banana. Call that, me Hand Banana. That was my secret agent name until my license was revoked from handling my banana. Fair enough. Wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, what have you been up to, man? Travis? We we, uh, we missed well, we missed you last episode. Yeah. Why I was, was that? I was on vacation again. Yeah, Jesus. again. Yes, yeah, like I only get to go <laughs> once a year. It's ridiculous. God, you're never here. You know what? Hey. I I gotta say, I'm super proud of you. You completely unplugged, pretty much. Like, you were pretty much MIA, and it was great. Like, I was glad to know that you were just disconnecting for a while. And, yeah, it was uh, nice. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice to just kind of get away from everything and not worry about it. Like, I ignored my, my work email for a week and a half. And I got back, I had like 170 emails, but I didn't care. But you guess know? what? It's you, worth it. You survived it, right? I survived. I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, it it just, yeah, you had a shit ton waiting for you when you got back, but I bet that felt pretty goddamn good for the soul, man. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Did you guys go anywhere and do anything special? Or was it like a staycation? Or Who, Wait, who's typing? That was, typing. That's Kyle. That's goddamn Kyle. Kyle, come on. You're going to make Jeremy mad. Don't Jer- pin this shit on me. You're the one with the freaking keyboard that sounds like a machine gun going off. What are you talking about? <laughs> that has nothing to do with my keyboard. It has to do with the fact that my I don't have a shock mount for my, mi- for my mic. Mm-hmm. A shock mount? That sounds sexy. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's pretty sexy. But no, we uh we went down to North Carolina for a long weekend <clears throat> to go visit my mom and my sister and cool. uh, my niece and my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, then we spent the rest of the week. Uh, we went to the Baltimore Aquarium on the way home. Oh. And uh, then we just hung out at home for another few days. It was nice. <clears throat> Good, man. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. just glad. I'm glad you were able to disconnect. Because I, I feel like... This is like one of the first times I've been in a similar employment position to you where it's like I'd almost feel guilty disconnecting because like so many people and, you know, departments depend on my shit. But you know what? Yeah. Everyone else gets a vacation there. And I just had to look at it like that. So I'm really glad you did. That's awesome. Yeah, it was definitely worth it. It it felt good. I needed it. Good, man. Good deal. You playing anything good? Watching anything good? Um, I have been playing, um, actually, on, while we were on vacation, I played a crap ton of uh, Mario & Luigi Dream Team on 3DS. I don't know if I ever played that. And it's pretty good. It's um, I'm, I'm actually stuck on a boss, but besides that, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Cool. Um, let's see, I've also, uh, I'm at Sephiroth on Final <clears throat> Fantasy VII, so I'm just about done with that game. Cool. Uh, and uh, I've been playing some Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which is pretty fantastic. <sighs> such a great series in general yeah if you haven't played the pc series that you have to dark alliance was good but man uh anything in baldur's gate's good yeah 
that's cool. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I haven't been I haven't been doing all too much. Uh, I just been I've been busy since we got back, so I haven't really had much time. Sure. To really uh to game, so but it is what it is. I'll get back into it. Absolutely. What do you about yeah. what about you, Mr. Shirk? Uh Mr. Shirk has been busy with work. The Shirk work. Work working home. Yeah, he's shirking harder, hardly shirking. Oof. But uh yeah. <laughs> I have to get one bad one an episode. I'm just getting Oof. it out of the way. There you go. That works. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just really busy at work, hanging with the kids, trying to enjoy the end of summer here as much as possible. Cool. So, yeah, nothing too crazy the past two weeks, to be honest. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, not much on that front. Um, I've been playing a game for Switch called Guns, Gore, and Cannoli 2. I love the name. I've never heard of it, but holy shit, do I want to play that. It's just a simple run and gun. Um, you start out. I'm, I'm, I think I'm about halfway through. You started out just shooting other mobsters, and and then riot police come after you. You got to shoot them too, and then zombies start coming after you, and you got to shoot them. Then everybody's coming after you. <laughs> but it's different guns. There's a lot of tude. You can change your character to look like pretty much any action hero. Like my guys run around like Bruce Willis. <laughs> nice. From from uh, uh, Die Hard. Die hard, goddamn! I'm sorry, guys. I am tired, and my, my wow, gone, but um, wow, no, he, sorry. he even doesn't. Sorry. He doesn't. He even runs around barefoot. Which <laughs> I thought was a nice touch. That's great. So the controls are good. Um, it has auto aim, but you can you can also aim with the right thumbstick for headshots. Oh, cool! It's nice. just a simple, fun shooter. So score and cannoli. That sounds like a great game. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's much better than I thought it was going to be. Sweet. So I just bought it on a whim. Um, my kids started playing the Wii U, which means uh, Super Mario 3D World has been played nonstop. Oh, yeah? Specif- specifically World 1 and 2 over and over, <laughs> and, over <laughs> and over again. I can beat it with my eyes closed now. <laughs> That's really um, funny. And I nabbed, uh, since everybody keeps talking about the update, I nabbed No Man's Sky. I got on oh. PS4 for 20, 20 bucks brand new. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, so one good. time, I was hearing like the other week you could get it at, uh, right before the update came out, Walmart <laughs> for 10 bucks. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, it was dirt cheap before the update. It's a totally different game now. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I'll get into that on my turn, but yeah. Oh, god damn. But I really haven't been watching too much because by the time I get home and, and the kids are done, they're in swim lessons right now, so it's like get home, dinner, get them ready. Out the door, swim lessons, get home, yeah. bath, bed, and do by then, I'm so out of it. Oh, for sure, dude. Just stare at a blank wall for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear so you. So I, I haven't really been watching much TV or anything lately, just just a couple games. Cool. Cool. Did you catch, yeah. you catch the uh, Birds preseason game? You know what's funny? I, I caught some of it. Did you... Uh, the funniest part was when uh, Cox and Long were sitting next to each other on the sideline and the reporter came up. Did you hear about this? No. No. And the guy was yeah, I'm sure you guys can see the joke that's coming already. Oh, yes. But uh, <laughs> Cox was like, the guy was like, gosh, oh, you guys doing all right? Seems like you're real happy around here. Fans love him. And Cox goes, yeah, everyone loves Long Cox. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, cutting it back to the booth. <laughs> that's awesome. So oh, I love, this team. Up. I love this but team. I love this team. I gotta say, and I'm sorry if any of our listeners are Pittsburgh fans, but you guys are way too fucking sensitive of fans. <laughs> like, uh, all my, some of my Facebook friends have been riffing, like, uh, they're Eagles fans, and uh, it's been nonstop Steelers talking trash for the first preseason game. Right, right. And as soon as I start talking trash back, it's like, wow, you're too serious, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to calm down. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You calm down. We won our one Super Bowl champ. You got to give me this. All I did was wipe some of the shit you flung off the wall and threw it back at you. Come on. Seriously. (laughs) Well, you know, it is. They don't they don't have their, you know, their ever eternal comeback of come back when you win a Super Bowl. Right now. It's like, well, now all of a sudden it's like we got six. (laughs) Yeah. Who's we? It's cool. You have six, but you also lost to the Jags last year. <laughs> so, and as we rhymes with Pittsburgh, as we start war, <laughs> I'm goes, staying out of this. By the way, this is <laughs> I'm staying out of it. This, 
<laughs> there goes about 20 <laughs> listeners. I know. Goddamn, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was yeah, it was fun to watch him last night. Cool. So, did you did you play No Man's Sky yet or is it still on the list? No, I have a um a 4-hour update to download first. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a new one this week too. Yeah, and I think the Wi-Fi card in the in the um the original release PS4 I read is not very good. Oh really? So, yeah, I'm debating I'm debating upping it to a pro. Mm. We'll see. Mhm. Cool. So, what about you, man? Oh boy. <laughs> um for kind of a, a retro flashback, I've been, well, not even flashback. This is a new game that released this week, but it's got a retro feel to it. I grabbed it in early access about four months ago, and kind of forgot about it until the 1.0 this week. And that is Dead Cells. Um, and full disclosure, I I kind of forgot, like I said, completely until uh, the last episode of Bad Fodder Figures. And then uh, Captain Mike was talking about it on Twitter. Like, he was really enjoying it. And something he said really had me like, man, I gotta check this out again. He was like, it's a... It's like, what, you know, a Metroidvania roguelike that... If I remember his exact tweet, it was, that doesn't piss me off. And, um... It's like, I love the concept behind, like, Rogue Legacy. Love that game in concept. Hate that game in its difficulty. Hate it. Dude, I freaking love that game. That is my absolute number one favorite roguelite. I love... Dude, I love everything else about that game, except for the fact that it just destroys me. Like, I've got a nice little dumb castle built, but I, I still can't get anywhere in it. Dead Cells is way more my speed. Uh, not that it's it's any less difficult. It's actually... I'd say it's tough, but I'd say it's more fair than Rogue Legacy, and they just they nail the metroidvania part of that a lot more where it's got um it it reminds me of a hard version of castlevania symphony of the night and it's really it's really really good like they're you know the upgrade system um they just they do it right that's the only thing i can say i think that was also part of mike's suite is it's just they do it right and it's really fun. It's really, really addicting. <laughs> but it's good. So I did want to, you know, kind of push out a retro-style Metroidvania game. Uh, Dead Cells is very, very good. I'll probably be playing that when we're done here. Uh, if I can tear myself away from No Man's Sky. Oh my god, that game has taken over my life since uh, the next update. It's fantastic. Um... Just my own thoughts on it. I think I might have mentioned it last week, but it really, like, there's so much to do. And it just, for somebody like me who always wanted to play Star Trek the video game, and not for blowing up Klingons and doing space combat, but exploring planets and lost civilizations and meeting aliens, like, this game just nails it now. And there's like a really great base building feature. I think I mentioned it on last episode to you, Kyle, but I'm still working on my underground layer. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm like tunneling into this planet and just building out this like epic base. And uh So sorry. Is it ahead. really hard to get a frigate? Or is it expensive? No. Um no, not at all. Uh there is in this this latest update, and since you're starting over from the beginning, you'll be able to hit it too. Um, you know, start following the story quest, and you know, start building out your base and all that. When you hyperdrive jump, like two or three systems, come back mm-hmm. to your. This is what I did. I came back to the starter system where I where I began, and mm-hmm. as soon as I jumped in, I got this update. Um like a quest update and it said rescue the freighter and there's a freighter that's under attack by pirates so I said alright F it and I just you know hit the gas and zoomed towards the freighter and the pirates were actually really they're easy like I think it's kind of a gimme quest you beat them and then it says that the the admiral of the freighter wants to talk to you on board so you fly into the freighter you dock 
and he basically says, yeah, I'm done with this shit, too much stress, here's the keys. And you get a freighter. That's awesome, because I was listening to the uh, CU podcast the other day, and um, one of the guys, Ian, was saying how, like, oh, I was just flying around, and this dude gave me his freighter, and it sounds yep. like exactly what you said. Yeah, so, that's pretty much it, exactly how it goes down. Kind of made it sound like he just randomly found it, but it sounds like it's not that random. No, it, from what I've read and from what happened to me, it seems like it's on your third or fourth hyperspace jump. Um, hmm. And like I said, I, I went back to my home system on like jump three or four. So, uh, And it, it, it'll take you probably six to eight hours to get to that point. And oh, it, cool. it's good because it really builds up to that. Like The first thing you have to learn how to do is survive. Like, there's no planet. I mean, there are, okay, there's a couple planets that are more friendly to whatever the hell kind of creature you are. And uh, you're not, like, struggling against, like, planetary firestorms and shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's just, it's fun, man. For for somebody like me that, like I said, I, I just love that Star Trek concept of exploration and kind of forging my own path. I'm having so much fun in that game. Like, I I keep discovering, like, planets that look completely different like i was on a planet the other night i landed on it it was um it was and i landed on the dark side of the planet so of course the sun's not out so it's dark and there's these like floating glowing amoeba like all over the place and i'd never seen this before and like whack-ass trees that look like slinkies and uh, you know, I just couldn't get over the damn light show of whatever the hell these things were floating in the air. It was really cool. Hmm. That sounds awesome. Oh, dude, it's it's the sci-fi game I've always wanted to play. Like, I'm really digging it, really having a blast. Um, so I've been playing that. I highly recommend it. If even if you played the you know first release and hated it, um, my friend Luke, who's in our save point group was one of those people. He was like, yeah, it was great for a couple hours, and then it sucked. And uh, he's been completely hooked on it as well. Like, it's it's a totally different game now from uh, what it was. And I never did play the release, but I'm just telling you, like, I've probably sunk over 20 hours at this point since the update came out. I'm literally, like, pretty much playing it <laughs> with every free freaking minute because I'm having so much fun with it. Um, sorry clear my throat here Um, and then the other thing I played actually came from a discussion last was it last night yeah with a a very old friend of mine Mike Um, he was the one I I talk about once in a while I used to go down his house in Jersey to visit because he lives in like he lives in the neighborhood I initially spent my first six years of life in and um that's where I found, I got introduced to the Amiga 500. Loved that computer. But I actually was the one to introduce him to the PC. And he had come up to my house one time. And I, I had bought this collection of games. It was like the Adventure Pack. I wish I could find it. Because I would love to get it again just for the collector value. But I'm sure it's worth like 500 bucks now. But it, I think it was actually released by Gateway 2000. It came with my computer. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Nice. And this thing was giant. Like, it was a giant-ass box, and it had Ultima 1. It had um, Mobius, I think was the name of it. It had one or two... Oh, it had Police Quest, and it had one more, like, adventure game classic. Oh, and then it had the game him and I were talking about, which was another Origin Systems game by the great Lord British and Chuckles called uh, Auto Duel and this was such a good game like we were talking about it last night and I wound up playing it around like 9 o'clock I found it wasn't on the internet archive but it was on a site that had a similar engine to that and this game like this game needs a remake so bad (laughs) because it's still a good game but obviously the graphics are like 1989 like it's old school but it takes place in like a not so distant future where like the rules of the road are made by the people with the biggest guns that's the quote on the box and like you get a car frame you 
put weapons on it. You can compete in uh, like arena matches to build up your fame and prestige. And it's actually like an action RPG for that time. Like you have to drive your car and shoot at the other cars and not get shot. And uh, you can make like delivery runs to different states and stuff. Like it's it's really really wild for its t- very far ahead of its time. And uh, so I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm just being nostalgic or if it was actually a really good game that, you know, him and I are talking about. And I played it last night. I'm like, man, this game is still great. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't ever heard of it and you like, you know, checking out old school, <laughs> old school computer games, uh, like the emulator uses a uh, PC speaker music just to let you know it's old. Hey, that's that's where I started, so I can I, I'm all right with that. Oh, me too, Bob. But yeah, check out Auto Duel. It was, uh, it's still great. Like it's one of those. It just shows you the brilliance of Origin Systems and some of the games they made that weren't, you know, Ultima, and it was something all its own. And they only ever made that one. Like there was never a sequel. There was never a remake. And uh, there really needs to be. It's a fantastic game. But yeah, I mean that's nice. pretty. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, any anything else from you guys? Playing anything else? Watching anything else? Oh, and watching Castle Rock and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on there. But <laughs> I, I don't want to get into that. I gotta I gotta um, watch the last two and figure out what the hell's going on. I actually I I I got a copy of ESO from a buddy of mine. Sweet. And uh, I was playing that, and then my hard drive failed. No. Ouch. And then uh, I put in my backup hard drive, and that hard drive was reading zero megabytes. Jesus Christ. So I, I just have my solid state now, which I can't fit ESO on. Ah. Brother, get a hard drive. Get that back on there so you and I can play. Yeah, I've got an RMA out for, for my Western Digital. Uh, so I'm going to send that back probably tomorrow, and hopefully within the next two weeks I'll have a drive again. Dude, ESO is so good, and it, it got even better. I'll talk about it in the shout-outs, but I got into a podcast that literally, and it's been going for a, a long time at this point, and they just talk about the lore of the Elder Scrolls games, and they're, they're awesome, and it just makes like playing that game, you're like, oh man, now I get it, because like, the lore in that game is, those games are so great, and it was just a great companion to it. We'll talk about it later, but ESO is the shit. Like, I want more people to play that with. It's so much it fun. It is fun. I like it. But I'm just trying to craft as much pos- as much stuff as I possibly can because I like crafting. I love the crafting in that too. It's nothing, you know, too crazy and it's fun. Yep. You can build me a house. Sure. <laughs> we got to play though. I want to play that with like Buds. I think that would be a really fun game to play with friends. I had to play with Rockslide too. He plays that one. I gotta jump on with him at some point. And Jeremy played too, for that matter. Okay. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do like a night. If you get yours set back up, we'll do a, a retro fodder figures night or something. Yeah, that works for me. Hell yeah. I'll I'll get in touch with them once you're ready to go. We'll see what we can do. Cool. <clears throat> Um, on that note, then, we'll head up to the upcoming releases of interest. Um, there's not too much going on. Well, okay, there is, but there's not much in my world. But, um, for, actually, what I'm excited about, Games with Gold, uh, not this week, but next week. Or it might be on the 15th. I forget how it works. Yeah, it'll be on the 15th. Um... For Honor is on Games with Gold on Xbox One to download for free. Um, I definitely am going to be grabbing that. I would love to play that with somebody that's not an asshole because I've heard the community is a little toxic. Well, I'm out then. Well, mm-hmm. you're you're an asshole. I can tolerate, but you know what, Kyle? If you still have uh, Xbox Gold, download that. I let's do. let's play. Like I would love to do a couple matches like it's it's kind of that you know who would win a viking or a samurai <laughs> and uh all right cool i'll check it out yeah it looks cool and that's that'll be the the free game for the latter half of the month and uh the other one that i can't wait to get for my girls is uh disney's epic mickey 2 nice. uh 
Yeah, I, I heard it didn't get great reviews, but you know what? Neither did Disneyland Adventures, and my freaking daughter loves that game. So I'm looking forward to uh, grabbing that for them, and they'll have something else to play with Mickey in it. Um, the, Obviously, the big one uh, is Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. comes out next week. Uh, I'm proud to say that I will not be playing it. <laughs> I was going to say, the only input I have on that is that the trailer looked good. I mean, I wish they'd make a, a movie like that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I'm so far out of that loop. I don't know. I just don't have the time to commit to something like that. Like, ESO is perfect because I can jump on, do a quest. If you're on, we can go maybe do a dungeon or something. But it's not like I have to dedicate myself to raids and with a pile of hot pockets. I just don't have that kind of time anymore. But it looks good, and I'm sure there's people really stoked to play it. And, uh, yeah, that comes out next week. Enjoy. Don't forget to eat. Um, uh, speaking of ESO, uh, they're releasing a new DLC this coming week called Wolf Hunter. This sounds interesting. I feel like they're working their way towards, you know, werewolf powers and shit. Um, unless they already have it, and I'm just too low level to get there. But it looks interesting. Um, a werewolf cult, all that fun shit. So I'll definitely be checking that out. So Travis, get that drive back as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. And uh, finally, uh, the news that I was tracking. Um. Telltale's Walking Dead is finally coming to an end. The final season comes out this week. I uh, I wound up grabbing that for myself and Amber because we've been playing through that entire series. We're just about done with season three. And uh, just from a storytelling aspect, I like this, uh, this set of games way more than the TV show. <laughs> it's really good, and it'll be... It'll be interesting and kind of sad to see this series finally come to an end because I've, I've had a lot of fun with it and uh, there's a lot of great characters and yeah I'm, I'm eager and hesitant to see you know how that game ends but what about you guys anything else catching your eye um I don't I don't think so smash smash yeah smash oh my is... god Smash is going to be good. Yeah, speaking of, uh, what is it? Super Smash Con is this weekend. Uh, the weekend after EVO. So, EVO, whatever they call it. But, uh, Evo. yeah. EVO. Yeah. So, the, there's a, the big Smash Con this, is this weekend, the big tournament. I guess there's uh, two rivals. I, I forgot to write down their names, but, you know, two people that are going head-to-head. That's always entertaining. And I uh, have to make sure I watch that, but yeah, it's it's in full swing. So RE Sports and Smash Brothers are kicking some butt, and uh, that's pretty much all I have on esports news. I think I'll hand this over to Kyle or Travis for the next news item. I don't know who added it, but please go ahead. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> it, it was me. Um... Pretty much, uh, it was just a brief overview of the uh, Smash Bros. Nintendo Direct that went on, I think it was Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Or was that Wednesday? Yeah, I didn't even get to finish it yet, but what I've seen so far looks pretty awesome. Um, the the lead-in with Luigi was pretty was pretty great when the Grim Reaper took his soul. <laughs> um, pretty dark pretty dark for Nintendo, but, uh, you know, for, for Smash. But uh, I love it. The lead-in the lead to the two new playable characters I thought was really awesome. Um, and they are Simon and Richter Belmont. Yes. Oh, Castlevania. Man. And the stage itself for Castlevania looks amazing with um, all of the monster bosses making an appearance oh, while you're fighting. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, it's going to be really neat. I guess Dracula. You never know when Dracula's going to pop up, but. Oh, wow. Um, really so, cool addition. So I don't know if I told you this last week, Kyle, but. Um... You know, I've been going back and forth on, you know, if I get a system, when it's going to be. I uh, I finally decided it's going to be a Switch. Good. Uh, yes, I'm grabbing a Switch for Welcome Christmas. to the light side. There you yeah. go. 
yeah, there's there's just so much I want to play, and that'll kind of be my Christmas present this year, I think. I want to get the get the Switch and get Smash and Octopath. Like I'll be I'll be thrilled with those two. Uh, yeah, I think I, that'll give you plenty plenty to that'll give you plenty to do for a while. I love Smash too. That game is so fun. And it is fun. Those are two of my favorite freaking video characters in gaming, so I'm totally game. Yeah, they're releasing a special edition. It was announced in Europe right now, and it will come with a GameCube controller compatible with the Switch. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if they're going to do an adapter like they did for the Wii U or not. I don't know if mm. it's going to be that, where you can use any GameCube <clears throat> controller. Okay. Because I, mean, I have, like, six. <laughs> so <laughs> I really don't want to get another one if I don't have to, but that is a great controller for Smash. <clears throat> Damn. All right. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, and there's... Oh, man, how many... Last I heard it was like 132 stages. I don't know if that's the correct number, but there's a ton of stages. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I think over 800 music tracks. Yeah, I don't know how many trophy assists there are either. Wow. Tons of content. What's the guy's name that... that, um, The director of that? Is that... Masahiro? No, I think it's Waluigi. Waluigi directs that game. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I, I forget his name, anyway. but my my brother-in-law like just he sees that guy as a hero because like he puts his friggin' heart, soul, and blood into every Smash release. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Masahiro. Yeah, I think um, that's not sure it. if that's him or not. But when he um when he did the video on E3, he looked just obliterated. Oh yeah, like. So much work. Could you think of how much work he's putting into that game? And just think of Kirby alone. You have to make a Kirby for every playable character in that game on top of making every character in that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a ton of work. That's why he said the last Smash Brothers was going to be his last one. Because he he said he thought making another one was going to kill him. Yeah, he looked pretty near dead in the end. He threw and he talked about it. But I guess he put out a statement before this, this... this uh, recent one came out saying, "Like, look, I'm much better. I promise you guys, I'll look better." <laughs> it and, looks, uh, like, it, it looks like a masterpiece. Fantasy. It looks great. It's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. And and I gotta tell you, I that's one of the games I really enjoy playing local co-op. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, online's fun, <clears throat> but I think it's so much better when you have friends over and you just yeah, you know, all the trash talk. And... There's something so much yeah. like there, there's something so cool about you know sitting down in a room you know, with pals playing a game like that where it's like, oh, lose her hands over the controller. I mean, it's one thing, like, as much as I love online gaming, I think, you know, you've kind of missed out on, like you said, the trash talking and just the amount of fun that can be. So I'm I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I'm sure if, uh, when, in, when I do get a Switch at some point, I'm sure my wife and brother-in-law will kick my ass in Smash, but... <laughs> I'm I'm excited. It looks so good. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Right. Um, I think this next one I'll, I'll give to you, Travis, since you told me about it, and I doubted you. I doubted you because I didn't want it to be true. Yep. Uh, so, uh, MU Paradise, which is well, was the probably the largest, uh, most secure ROM site out there um, that most people trusted is yeah. gone. Um, Done. It exists now as a retro gaming kind of archive site but Ugh. the ROMs are all gone. Um, they, are, they are done. Uh, <laughs> oh, it just makes me sad. Yeah, and uh, there was another one, I think it was Love ROMs, is actually being sued to the tune of like 200 mil by Nintendo. Holy yeah. shit. I think that was the number that I saw. Man, as much as I love Nintendo, I hate when they do that stuff. Yep. I mean, I get it. They're still making money on, you know, classic games and stuff when they sell but it to But really, like, how much? Like, how much yeah. do you need? Like, well, I mean, they're not really making anything on any of the third-party games, though. I, that's... I guess. But I, I just look at something like this. Like, who the hell is going to go buy Ice Climbers? Except, you know, that one guy that really wanted to play it and didn't have a Nintendo anymore. Right. And I, there's so many games I'm looking at right now in my shelf where it's like, you know, they don't sell those games in, in any no. e-shop. 
that's what kills me. Like, cause I, I, I buy them. Like, if I really wanted to, and I, I had a system to play it, if I had a library that large where I could go into a store and be like, oh, I want to grab that one. Oh, no, I want to grab that one. And if it was, you know, two to five bucks, because let's be honest, you know, like, it, it could be a an SD card or something with the ROM on it. I wouldn't care. I don't need the cartridge. But if I just wanted to play the game, like, to me, like, you, you just don't have that option. And it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Even digital. I'd, I'd rather get it digital for a reasonable price. But I'm not going to pay friggin', you know, five ninety nine for The Legend of Zelda Part 1. Kiss my ass. Yeah. But. Man, yeah. I'm not paying 500 bucks to play uh, Little Samson. <laughs> right. Like... Right. Like, yeah. You, you know where I'm getting at this. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to encourage illegal downloading. I would just like an easier way to get old games that's not paying an arm and a leg, like, where people still get money, but it's, it's a reasonable, like, hey, you're not gonna get ten dollars for burger time, like, piss off. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's gone. (laughs) And, um, this next one, I, I, I kinda found, like, a half hour before we recorded, Kyle, and I immediately thought of our conversation last week, uh, having your hot chocolate and marshmallows, uh, you and Dustin can plan a reenactment. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove for releases this fall. Yeah, that's in the works. <laughs> and the soundtrack for it's really good too. Um, he bought the vinyl. It's bright oh, did he? Record. And yeah, he and uh, it's really awesome. Uh, it's a lot more like live instrument funk than uh, oh, get out. The chip tune, but it's um, yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm just hoping the game's really good. I, I know the one that came out for Xbox it wasn't really that interesting to me, but I hope this one's awesome because it's going back to the old style. So yeah, I think it'll be no. good. It looks I'll like pick it it's, up either way. It looks like it's done in the right spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, when we do get a solid release date, maybe me, you, and Travis, and uh, if you can get Dustin up there, we'll, we'll plan to get together at your place and we'll all play some uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, it'd be great. Give me a. Uh... Give me a couple. Oh yeah, that'll give me time because we got to redo oh, the floor you, in the game room. Don't I was just, I was saying you got time. We don't have a release date yet. It could Perfect. very well be Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they say the fall, but God only knows. <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's pretty exciting, and uh, it was just interesting that they announced that this week. It might have they might have announced this earlier, but I I noticed it this week after we talked about it. So yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Um, speaking of other retro releases that are coming, um, my pal, uh, Jim on the save point, I used to work with him at another job. He was another one of my hardcore gamer buddies, uh, posted a link that the Burt's Tale trilogy is coming soon to goodoldgames.com to GOG. Yay. Oh, hell yeah. That should be pretty cool. Did you play that a lot back in the day? Not a lot, but enough. To know that I want to play it again, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed those. And uh, I remember... It was like a... I guess they called it gifted class back in the day. Um, but I was in a class in... I want to say like 4th or 5th grade. And one of the things they had was the Bard's Tale construction set. And we were allowed to like try to make our own story. You know, a game with a story to it. And um, I was like, man, what the hell is this? Like, this is really cool. What's a bard's tale? Blah, blah, blah. And then I wound up uh, finding the series in the, you know, in the store. I think it, like the first or second one was out at that point. And um might have even been the whole series. I don't remember. But, yeah, I played it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was one of those, like, in the spirit of games at that time, like uh, Eye of the Beholder, uh, Wizardry, um, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, but on Twitch Prime, I think you can still get it. You guys have Prime, right? Yeah. Yes. Kyle, do you know about Twitch Prime? Well, you don't really have a PC, do you? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that's how I play Cuphead. Oh, all right, all right. So, link, get a Twitch account, link it to your Prime. Okay, link it to your Prime account. Already did that. And check the Prime loot, because... 
claim anything that it lets you claim. That's the first thing. You can just build a great gaming library like that. But for this month, they have, I think it's Wizardry 6 through 8. Um, both of the Banner Sagas. Like, there's a lot of really good games for Twitch Prime this month. But, uh, yeah, the Wizardry series, the latter half of it, which, if I remember right, wasn't that great. But uh, you can get those for free with Twitch Prime. So oh, nice. Yeah. That's always something to keep out. Like, every month, check out Twitch Prime because they're doing something crazy. But, um, yeah, that, that will bring us to the end of our, our new segment. That was pretty lengthy, but who cares? We're having fun. If you're not, go home. <laughs> I'm talking to you two. No, but um, um, so we'll go to our question of the bye week. Um, when we usually put out this question, we'll do it in the save point, which is at tiny.cc/savepoint, which is our Facebook group. It's kind of like the book club for games. Uh, so we'll put our question in there. We also put it out on Twitter. And uh, at the Retro Rents. And then in both places, we give out our voicemail number, um, which I'll plug now, which is 610-810-1654. Unfortunately, uh, I suck at Voice Meter Banana, and for whatever reason, I cannot get it working this week. So I will have to uh, figure something out in the meantime and uh, make sure we have it for next week. But I will say that... uh, we had uh, a, vo- a great voicemail in response to the question that came in courtesy of at Holy Headshot on Twitter. That is Chris from Everyday Gamers fame uh, back back when he was still on the cast. I think he's still part of it, but he doesn't cast much anymore. But this came from him, and I thought it was a really great question. So we wound up asking it to the group, and it was... What retro arcade game would you love to experience with your kids slash loved ones, etc.? And uh, I'll start with um, we'll start with us, and then we'll check out the save points. So, uh, what would you say to that, Travis? Uh, X Men. Oh, oh the, good one. The X Men game that is a good one. Damn. X Men is um one of the top three beat 'em ups. Uh, as far as the arcade goes. Um, also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, and uh, the Simpsons game. Um, Damn it, that was my answer. Sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, those those ones are, are fantastic. I mean, oh, totally. six players and just, you know, just having so many people crowding around that game was so much fun. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. And, oh man, TMNT... I I still remember playing that for the first time. That's like one of my more vivid arcade memories. That game was amazing. What what? So Travis took yours, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say The Simpsons, but um, I don't know. I my kids, I don't know how good they would do with these games. But man, when we had a major not major magics, what was it before then? Showbiz. Mm-hmm. My parents used to just give us a cup of quarters, and they would just drink beer and eat pizza. Yeah, <laughs> and we would just go play games, and it was always um, Space Harrier, Afterburner, yes. and Spy Hunter. Any oh my of those God. three games, I think, would be really, really cool to sit and play with. I mean, it's not multiplayer, but it would just be cool no. to see like their runs and see you can get further type of thing. I think my daughters would love Spy Hunter. That was a great game. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That and like games like that and Road Blasters. Road Blasters was another classic. Yeah, that was another fun one. I think it's fun too. Just even um any arcade that with well I can't say any arcade because there's not that many but there was one over at Berkshire Mall in Reading mm-hmm. and they always had like race games set up and yeah they always like doing those too I mean any game really that we can just go play and have a good time hell yeah would work but those are the three I they, they stick out the most to me as being like ones I really remember playing especially the um the uh, uh afterburner where the whole thing yes. would move yes that, that was, was always great. pretty rad yeah that actually reminded me of um, my dad. And I, if we went to the mall, um, usually it was if it was just him and I, um, like my mom would be home or something. But I wanted a game, or my dad had to go to Sears and get some shit. And uh, I'd always convince him to go to the arcade. And he finally found a game that, like, he really liked. And it was one we both wound up liking. And so we would just take turns on it. 
But uh, they had this, like you're saying for Afterburner, they had the sit-down, sit-in cabinet for hard driving. You guys remember that? Nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember my dad just thought that was the coolest game. Like, you know, he's trying to go through the loop and he'd hit the cow or something like that. And just, I remember we had so much fun with that. I would love to, you know, show Paige or Mia that one. But... I would say for for me, um, it's a simple one. It's one that I'm actually, like, I would love to find to get it at a decent price someday, you know, in my life and get it for Amber because it's one of her favorite games. But it's Ms. Pac-Man, the tabletop one. Um, I, I would love to get that for the girls because I think they would get into it. And I think, I, I know Am would. It was one of her favorites. And, um, you know, going back to the, to the voicemails that was one that we got this week from uh double f who called in fred french and he was talking about how you know he loved the thought that miss pac-man was not a, a stand-up cabinet but something you could play around a tabletop with people and how you know it was neat that you could just grab a chair sit down and, and play head-to-head with somebody like that um another one he brought up <clears throat> He he brought this one up and with the full disclosure, like, oh, it's not a, you know, it may not be an arcade game, but he was talking about air hockey. <laughs> and he's like, how oh, you don't see those anymore. And I thought about it and I'm like, shit, he's right. You don't really, like, you, maybe they have them at Dave and Buster's. I don't know. But he was like, yeah, there was just nothing better than, you know, having to duck before the, t- you know, the puck took your head off because somebody threw it off the table. <laughs> <clears throat> and, um, and then the last one he brought up, you know, it's one of those things you don't think about, you know, after you've seen it. And now it's like, oh, damn, I do remember that. Um, I'll, I'll have to try to interpret the Google uh, text here. Uh, he goes, I don't know how widespread it was, but it was an arm wrestling machine that had this big, humongous Hulk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I remember that. This Hulk Hogan arm. And uh, you could adjust the difficulty, and he's like, it was always fun seeing people try to max that and then just, like, grip it with both hands and try to hang their body weight off it. (laughs) (laughs) They had one of those down at the shore a couple years ago. No, it was a bowling alley. Shit, I I can't remember, but my brother and I sat there and did it and see who could could win. (laughs) Uh, It was pretty awesome. We both cheated. (laughs) <laughs> they were cool I mean it was just like you don't see stuff like that anymore and uh, I don't know it was like a carnival game in the middle of an arcade <laughs> did you ever see the one where um, the platform would come down and you'd punch it and it would depend on who you're fighting like you, it was a guy on the screen and when you yeah. punched the platform like it would hit the guy in the face and I think the last one you had to fight the moon <laughs> I don't like remember that, that. that's awful yeah, I have to find. I'll I'll try to find it, but uh, we used to play that all the time down at the shore too, just because it made us laugh. Stupid, you're fighting a moon. I played one that was um, like you had. They were kind of like gloves, but not. And it was like a stand-in cabinet that had motion detecting sensors, and it was a boxing game. But it was like it was supposed to be an exercising boxing game, and like if you were gonna punch, the, you know you have to dodge a couple hits and then like punch out style you'd get like 15 free shots or something like that on the guy's face but you had to punch upward and you had to punch fast as hell and it would count like how fast you were punching and the calories you were burning and stuff and I remember like god damn if I had this game at home I'd have the body of a Greek god in like 6 months (laughs) yeah that that game was freaking tough I played that a bunch at uh, Dave and Buster's yeah, I played it down in Houston. It was at like the Dave and Buster's equivalent. It was like Julia's or started with a J. But yeah, it was it was a Dave and Buster's in all but name. But yeah, I remember playing the hell out of that when I worked at C Panel. But yeah, it's that was great shit. The game I was talking about was Sonic Blast Man Arcade. Okay. Sonic I don't Blast Man. That. I did not. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Maybe you don't fight the moon. I thought you did. I'll, for, I'll, I'll post a link. So yeah, post a link. I'll definitely have to check it out. First guy uh, he fights like a punk rocker. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but let's go to the save point and see what our save pointer said about this question. Uh, Troy said that uh, Jackal or Daytona USA 
My brother and I used to play Jackal at a hotel. Uh, we used to go to in Jersey when we were kids. Daytona USA was fun because when I worked at a go-kart track, we would do like 400 lap races and have a blast with it. Kyle might have been there for some of those as well. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, Daytona USA was a lot of fun. That was a great game. Uh, the other Al said that he'd love to play some X-Men or TMNT. He's right there with you, Travis. Uh, But if there's a single game to show the kids, it would be the old wireframe Star Wars sit-down cabinet. Oh my god, I forgot about that game, and I loved it when I was like four or five down in Jersey. Did you guys ever play that? I think so, but it's been a long time. I don't remember. For whatever reason, that's like another one of my early arcade memories that I remember vividly. I just thought that game was great. Uh, you want to take the next few? Uh, Travis? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, let's see. Lucas says, Gauntlet, Red Warrior needs food. <laughs> Badly. Uh, yeah, yeah Gauntlet, was, Gauntlet was fantastic. Ah, great game. Still a good game. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phil says, uh, I think the original Tempest cabinet should be a rite of passage. The rollerball feels so visceral, and those sweet vector graphics mark a turning point in gaming. Um, definitely, definitely a great uh, game. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That was... I forgot. It's another one I forgot about. But, man, what a game that was. I remember, like, even though it was vector graphics, I remember thinking, oh my god, this looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it looked really cool. Won a few solid titles on the Jaguar, also. <laughs> I didn't know that was on the that was on the Jag. That's Tempest cool. three thousand. Oh, that's cool. Pretty great soundtrack too. Okay. Uh, Kyle, you want to take the last one? Sure. Uh, Jim Alfano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden Axe, because hopping on a monster's back and riding it to tail sweep giant enemies was fun. <laughs> um, I gotta be honest. I am not a huge Golden Axe fan. Really? What? What? Yeah, I don't hate it, but it's not like, oh, this game is mind blowing. I don't know. Just never really got into them. That was like my favorite beat 'em up from the time I was like six years old until something better came out. <laughs> I don't remember you know, what I, it was. I I think I was more into like Double Dragon mm-hmm. and then um, Streets of Rage and Final Fight. I but got more into those. It wasn't okay. that different, though. Well, maybe it wasn't. It was. and like I said, but I don't know. If you're going to play Golden Axe and you put it against like Streets of Rage 2, I think Streets of Rage 2 is a much better beat-em-up. Bitch, I'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I will say the what music, I... The, the music's better. The control is better. It's not as stiff. But Golden Axe is an older game, so, I mean, it's to be expected. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just never really got into that series. I had mentioned it on the save point that the, what I loved about Golden Axe the most, and I think what hooked me on it, I mean, obviously with it being in like a, you know, Conan the Barbarian-esque setting was a big thing for me. But the other was the magic system, collecting those magic jugs. And then, you know, and it, this was only a thing if you went and played it in the arcade. But like the cabinet had really good sound, like a sound system to it. And if you built up your magic to the max, no matter what character you picked, like I think the the male barbarian character would literally like his magic would just split the earth wide open and giant boulders would just fly out of the ground. <laughs> and like the whole freaking cabinet would shake. I just remember it being like it, it just blew me away. And like that was my favorite part about it was just collecting the magic so I could unleash hell at like, you know, a group of uh, a, a group of uh, enemies and whatnot. Yeah, see, that's part of my problem too. I haven't, I didn't play it that much in the arcade. Most of my experience with it is on the Genesis. Oh, and and, and then I totally understand it because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was, it was a good port. In all fairness to Sega, it was, it was decent. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's being there and playing it on the cabinet was a totally, totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Totally different thing. Um, let me just see. I'm going to try and grab the uh, great f- uh, tweet we got from Rockslide over at uh, AZ Rockslide over at the Everyday Gamers. Um, 
Just give me two seconds here. I'll edit this out. Uh, where the hell? <laughs> well, I guess it's not. My retweet's not coming through unless he sent it to the retro rents. I'm just trying to remember what he said because it was great feedback, but. Damn it, Rockslide. I feel bad. I'll have to, uh. Put it in. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, wait, that was. We're recording tonight. Shit. Oh, man. Travis, do you remember what his tweet was? Let me pull it up. I'm, I'm looking for it. Because it was really great, and I don't want to. I don't want to forget that, so let me pull up my retro runs. I think you tweeted. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got All it. right, good, good, good. Uh, Eric says uh, Dragon's Lair. Yes, that's what it was. Granted, granted, you can play it on just about anything now, but nothing beats it in the arcade. Hearing Dragon's Lair blaring from the cabinet. Dragon's then, Lair. Yeah. Then all the others in that genre: uh, Space Ace, Cliffhanger, and Super Don Quixote. That one I never heard of, and I'm dying to get my hands on it now. I want to play that. I don't care what it is. It's just in that genre, and it has an amazing name. But, oh, that yeah. brought back some memories, too, man. <laughs> What's the racing game in that genre? Not the racing, but you drive the, you're drive you in the car, and it's the same time, but kind of like real-time. Mm. Cops? What was it? it came out in Sega CD. I don't uh, know. I don't remember. Sewer Shark? No, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was like a... A five dollar per play ripoff uh, cops game in the arcade from the TV series. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I'll, it'll. I'll think of it now. Say that, but Dragon's Lair, man, that game always attracted me because of uh, the animation style. Don Bluth. And I do. And I was terrible at it every time. I'd put quarters. I'm like, why the hell am I playing? So I suck at it. But Road Adventure. Ana- Road yeah, Adventure. Road Adventure. That's it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I always, I'm not that great at those games, but that just the animation drew me in, and I just loved watching it on the screen. Brilliant Don Bluth animation, man. Like he was—he's yeah. one of the OGs of just animation, cartoon animation. And mm-hmm. God, those games were fun. I—I I just remember like walking past that cabinet. You must be Dirk, Dirk the Daring. Like it just called you. It called to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only the other genre I'd kind of put up there that I, I think my my daughters would get a fun kick out of, but I'm not ready for them to play a game with a gun yet, especially a light gun, was uh, Mad Dog McCree. I played the shit out of that. Um, it was a light gun game, old west light gun game. Did you guys ever play that? Yes, mm-hmm. plenty of times. Oh, I loved that game, but that was like the evolution from the Dragon's Lair games. Um. But yeah, uh, it's funny. People bitch about quick time events now, but that was one of the highest earning arcade games from what I remember, except it had one drawback. Did you guys ever read what that was about this one? Was it the awesome yeah. acting? No, it was <clears throat> one of the first games to actually use laser disc technology. And. Mm-hmm. The way that it worked, depending on the choices you made, it would, you know, seek on the laser disc to whatever, you know, animation would result in your good or poor decisions. And within, like, it was a short amount of time. It was a small handful of months. The reader would fry, and they'd have to call somebody out to come and replace the uh, the laser disc reader. But and it was expensive. It was expensive as shit. Because, I mean, I think you can remember when Dragon's Lair came out. I don't even think I knew what a Laserdisc was yet. Like, I don't even think that was in the home. You know what I mean? And uh, they'd have to pay a pretty penny to replace it. But that game was making money hand over fist for the exact same reason that Kyle just said before. Like, it just drew you in. It looked amazing. But... Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah, thank you, Eric. That was... Uh, that was some great, uh, great walks down memory lane. Thank you, everybody in the save point. Uh, as always, you guys are just fantastic. Um, awesome feedback and always appreciated. Uh, thank you, Fred, for calling in. This officially still counts as your streak, um, even though we haven't played it. Uh, maybe I'll, um, I'll play it at the end of the episode. That's what I'll do, even though we won't be able to react to it. Uh, at the end of the episode, I'll put Fred's call in because he did have some great... 
uh, retro memories he'd love to play with uh, kids and loved ones. Uh, but next week we will get the voicemail line up and running, and uh, we should be good to go. Um, but uh, other than that, we'll move on to the save point game of the month. Kyle, I'm leaving this one to you. All right, so you guys on Save Point, I'm sure you saw the medieval post for PlayStation 1 that we were going to do. Um, I'm having trouble getting it to play, uh, and it's not something that I think is very cheap to just go out and buy. No. Um, I think a... last I looked, it was like 100 bucks on eBay. Yeah, it's an expensive one. Yeah, I'm not ready to drop that at this point. Um, <laughs> not that I'm illegally downloading anything. <laughs> so um... <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> we're going to switch to... Uh, and I'm not going to say Boy Wonder this time. Wonder Boy 3, Dragon's Trap. Uh, okay. You did just say Boy Wonder. I said, no, I said I'm not going to say Boy Wonder, and I said Wonder but, Boy 3. But you did say Boy Wonder. Oh. So did you. So did you twice. Burn! So did you twice? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shut up, Al. This could go on all night. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, um, it's for the Master System. should be easier to get your hands on. Uh, I've never played this. I've always wanted to jump into the uh, Boy Wonder series. <laughs> cool. And Let's I thought, do it. I thought this would be a good way to do it. Because I think if I if I like this, I'm going to get the one on the Switch. Sounds good to me. Let's 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 roll. We'll do it. Yeah, it works. Cool. All right. All right. It's a game See, of the look, month. Look at me. I'm not, I'm not picking shitty games now. Well, well we I shouldn't say it. Cause I we haven't played, played it yet. I don't think it's shitty. No, it's good. I've I hear it before. Things. It's good. Okay, yeah. good. All right, so it's Wonder Boy 3. Dragon's Trap is the save point game of the month. Uh, let's grab it. Let's talk about it on the save point at tiny.cc slash save point. Um, as the voicemail line will be up and running next week for live uh, interaction with us, give us a shout at 610-810-1654. You can either... You know, answer the question of the bye week, or you can just call for no reason at all and just talk about video games or, you know, yell at us for something we said on the cast. Whatever you want to do. Give us a shout at the voicemail line and we will feature your call on the cast and uh, interact with you as well. Um, so there's that. I think this will bring us to the conclusions and shout outs. And uh, as we come to the end here, and. Um, I think I'll start the shout-out. Well, actually, I'll let uh, Travis start the shout-outs. All right. Um, I want to give a specific shout-out to my family. Uh, my wife, Christina, and my kids, Alyssa and Becca, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're awesome. Uh, really, not much else I can say. They're, they're just fantastic, and, uh, you know, the support that I get from them is, is always overwhelming for, you know, all the stuff that I want to do, so... Um, I think that's really my only shout out for this week. I think I think I'm good. All right, Mister Shirk. Shirk and always working. That's right. Even though Shirk means lazy in the dictionary. <laughs> Shirk and your duties. Walking, I'm a walk. I mean, I'm a walking oxymoron. Um, maybe just a moron. Anyway. Oh yeah. Just yeah, I've had sicker burns. I'm good. But. <laughs> Um, anyway, all I'm going to shout out is there's a copy of Wonder Boy 3 for Master System uh, for 480 bucks right now. Holy shit. It says brand new, factory sealed. I don't know. Oh, Metal Jesus must have done a video this week. How's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <was> it going? <laughs> uh, no shout outs. I'm good. All right. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and I will give a shout out to... <laughs> All the fans and the listeners, we're we're averaging like a handful of like forty or fifty downloads every time we drop a cast within like the first couple of days, and that is freaking awesome. So a big shout out to everybody that's listening, that keeps listening, and that is getting the word out and telling a peop you know telling people about us. Uh, that includes all our pals in the podcasting community, you know, everyday gamers. Uh, bad fodder figures, you know, Captain Mike and Devious Mr. Matt, Jeremy, Eric, Blake, uh, me, like all you guys, man. Like, we really appreciate the shout outs and the retweets, and, um, and obviously love listening to those guys. Uh, between, uh, the everyday gamers, bad fodder figures, and now the lore seekers, uh, the Elder Scrolls Online, uh, lore cast. 
I mentioned that earlier. If you're into the Elder Scrolls, especially if you're playing ESO, which has a lot of lore in it as well, uh, check out the Lore Seekers. Their podcast is so, so good. I mean, they just they know their Elder Scrolls back in front. They do their research, and they do these great episodes that just focuses on a chunk of Elder Scrolls lore, and uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot, and it just makes playing that game even more fun, you know, just because... Like, certain things just make even more sense, and it gives it more meaning, so it's very cool to check out, and I highly, highly recommend them. Um, as far as us, if you want to hang out with us in the save point, play video games with us, you know, for the video game of the month, again, you can go to tiny.cc slash savepoint. Uh, you could email us to talk video games, or give us feedback on the cast at theretrorents at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at theretrorents. I myself am on Twitter at RetroLensAl. Uh, Mr. Travis is uh, at SodaXBread. Yep. Uh, Kyle is at Bradley underscore shirt. Or wait, no underscore. Hey. No underscore. Uh, <laughs> duh. Come on. How many times <laughs> I got to tell you that? <laughs> well, I've been... I'm actually glad you said it because I didn't even remember what it <laughs> So. But, yeah. But you can uh, you can reach all of us on the save point. I mean, we're we're... You know, we interact, obviously, it's our group, but we love talking games, and the people in our love talking games, and it's just a great community, so highly encourage uh, anybody listening, if you really want to get in on the inside of the show, go to the save point and uh, talk game, talk games with us. Um, other than that, I think that brings us to the end of our cast. I think we uh, definitely went a little over again, that's okay. Uh, everybody loves content. And again, uh, thank you everybody for listening. As always, very much appreciated. Um, I guess uh, if you guys don't have any words of wisdom, I'll just say that uh, if you're going to play Dragon's Lair, save money for a new laser disc. If you're going to go legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> alright guys uh, thank you everybody for coming out as always and listening and spreading the word please uh, drop us a review on iTunes or Google uh, let us know what you think we'd love to hear it and as always keep telling your friends keep listening and uh, we'll catch everybody next time cheers peace later see ya <laughs>